Hey guys, I wanted to preface this episode by letting you know at the end, we have an excerpt from our guest Lala. She gave us a clip from her podcast, Lala's Bedtime Tales. So if you enjoy the clip, go subscribe on your favorite podcast platform and follow her on Instagram. Tell her we sent you. We hope that you enjoy this episode as much as we did. Cheers. Welcome to the Unestablished Podcast, a podcast about the unexplained shenanigans of adulthood. Adulting is challenging, but with a little wine and an unfiltered conversation, we'll get through this together. Each week, we will discuss the perceptions of what it means to live the broke rich lifestyle as an unestablished adult. Living broke rich is not just about monetary assets. There are levels of this shit. Now, here are your hosts, Constance, Jawanda, and Monique. Hi, everybody. Welcome back for another episode. Hey, y'all. Hey, friends. And today we have a guest. Mo, will you be willing to introduce our guest today? Yes, I will. I was prepping for this one because I feel like I've been watching her on Instagram forever. And now she's in the studio with us. I feel like I'm starstruck, but here we are. So today we're talking to Lala Bedtime Tales. Lala is a sexual health educator. She's also an author, podcaster, and sexual liberator. Lala empowers women to feel more confident in the bedroom through erotica, intimacy tips, and sexual education. And here's Lala. Hi, how are you guys? I'm super excited to be here. Yes, we're so excited to have you. Yes, Lord. And we're also, um, Lala suggested a wine for us to try. So Lala, if you're not familiar with us, we try, we attempt to try a different (laughs) wine every episode. So anytime we have a guest, we ask them, what wine do they suggest for us to try? And Lala suggested the Menage Trois Hot Ink Sweet Rosé Blend. Um, This is my first time trying it. Mm -hmm. You guys had it before? Mm -mm. No, this is my first time too. Okay. Mo, what are your thoughts? I thought it was, it tastes like a Sprite with a touch of strawberry. (laughs) (laughs) That's what my husband says. Yes. Like, it's not bad. If you like sweet, it's definitely, I can see how it's a go-to. It's, Mm -hmm. you know, very uh, light. Uh, But Mm -hmm. for me, I would say it's not something that I could drink on the regular. I would have to be like in a festive mood to kind of get down with this one. But I like it. Constance. Well, y'all know my raggedy ass. I'm not a big sweet <laughs> rind drinker. <laughs> I'm really not. I will say I appreciated the bubbles. And mm-hmm. I thought it was going to cut it a little bit. It didn't. But um, <laughs> I am going to uh, convert this. I could not drink this by itself. It would have to be a mixer. As alcoholic as that sounds, I'd have to mix this shit with something else to make it a cocktail. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to make a frosé or Find some cocktail to make with this. It's not bad. It's, it's just good and sweet, girl. It's good and damn sweet. It would be good for the summer, though. Like, in a, like, a, like, yes, a, like a, make sure. a great sangria. I can make a fuck mm. of a great sangria with this. Yeah. Wanda. I'm kind of with Constance on that one. It's a little, little on the sweet side. Yeah. 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 But I was thinking, because it's a rosé, maybe it'll be a little hard. But it's definitely hitting with the sweet. 
when it says sweet rose, it ain't live. No. <laughs> but it did hit my requirement of the uh, 9.5. So I have a requirement of uh, my wine has to be at least 9% or higher. And it does hit my requirement. <laughs> so, um, you know, we're going to slip slow, you know, at your own discretion. Yes. Menage a Trois is a real good brand. It was a little hard for me to find, too. I had to yeah, to like me as miles. well. <laughs> <laughs> Availability. Uh, yeah, it's a little slim in the countryside of the world. Mm-mm. Well, I mean, I'm in the suburbs and I couldn't find it. I had to go to Target Cross Town. Damn. It was, it was so what, what brought you to this wine? Oh, um, honestly, I'm gonna just be real. It was a pretty bottle for me. I love it. And I like sweet <laughs> and I like sweet rose. So I was just like, ooh, this is pretty, so I'm gonna try yeah. it. And I enjoyed it. But like my mom, who's a big wine drinker, she's just like, uh uh-uh, uh, this is nasty. Um, it tastes like barefoot wine to her, which she doesn't she's not a fan of. Yeah. So she's just like, I don't know how you drink this. So yeah. <laughs> you didn't have to disrespect it and call it barefoot. Yes. Barefoot yeah, is the bottom of the battle, barrel for us. Exactly. Shit. <laughs> but they um they do have a red that I like. Um it kind of has like this caramel flavor to it. Um that's also a really good one. Um yeah. We'll have to add that to our uh list to try. And it's also yeah. by Menage a Trois. Yes. I don't think this may be my first time trying them. Is this my have we tried them before? I feel like we tried did. something else with Menage a because I, I like did. the brand. So that's why I was shocked that this one was, you know. Yeah, this yeah, is it's, it's very sweet. Yeah. yeah. But they do have some because my um my partner has drank some of the more tartar and crisper and they've been really good to him. Mm-hmm. So yeah. yeah. is usually reliable. Yeah, I like it. They're real good. Mm-hmm. I tried a tropical one before and it wasn't quite as sweet. And I appreciated that. <laughs> it was like semi-sweet. And fuck that bottle up, yeah. I just went to town on that bottle. Oh, gosh. Such a fitting brand for our topic today. <laughs> <laughs> yes, we are so excited to have you. We have like a list of questions that we want to ask. And we are ready to go. So, Mo introduced you to us or your Instagram and she said oh she does like audio eroticism and we were like oh huh (laughs) what's that about so like do you, you do like stories correct yes and do are these stories like stories that you make up on your own or they're stories from experiences so they're actually stories that I make up on my own. Um, now, do some of them have a little bit of my own experiences in them? Yes. Uh, <laughs> but they might be a little bit exaggerated to um, fit the storyline. Um, that plays a huge role in it. But um, I thought it was important to do because um, when women typically have, like, for instance, pornography is usually from the male gaze and stuff like that, whereas women typically find erotica more stimulating because it puts female pleasure in the forefront and it's written by women for women. And so they typically find it more sexually stimulating and sexually arousing. So that's what I wanted to do. So I kind of 
was like, mm, the only person you really hear about doing like a lot of this stuff is like Zane in the black community. Yes. And yes. She's like, she hasn't put out anything in like quite some time. So I was just like, hmm, let me, you know, try my hand at it. So yes. Yeah. I feel like Zane was the the first. Yes. Uh, what is it like? <laughs> Zane took all of our innocence away. <laughs> You felt so bad for reading it in school, but the storyline's always good. Yeah. Yes. They really were. Girl, I still remember that shit. In the back of Miss Butt's class, advanced comp, Lucretia Jimson gave me the Zaber. I said, girl, what the hell is this? And I was like, oh my Lord. Clutching my imaginary pearls. I said, bitch, I'm going to take it home and bring it back to you tomorrow. <laughs> I was like, why would you give me this in class? You know the thoughts and feelings that I'm having right now. <laughs> Girl, I'm supposed to be reading Alice in Wonderland. Why the hell are you give me this damn book? <laughs> oh, goodness. So, honey, to, to listen to it, I know it would be that much more better. Like, if I could just take that shit, like, I hate to say on a plane or on a car, but, you know, when the moment arises, I'd be like, oh, <laughs> heavens. Imagine if you listen to your audio eroticism on the way to your man house. Ooh. Yeah. You be ready. Like, sir, take, why are your clothes on? Let's go. <laughs> yes, exactly. It's a good foreplay tool. Yes. And listening to it with the sound effects and the music also helps with mental health because, yeah, so basically what it does, it helps release those oxytocins mm-hmm. and feel good hormones, as well as sometimes too, like, I'll do like more like relaxing beats and stuff like that as well. So you'll have the sexually stimulating content with kind of like that relaxing sound and it kind of helps you know, calm your mind make you yeah. feel less stressed out yes. from the mood. I like that it, you know when I think of like stuff like that I think about like the the, porn, the like the porn songs I don't know if that's like a, <laughs> if it's like a I don't know if y'all know what I'm talking about but it just sounds awkward for the situation that's happening so definitely having that you know smooth kind of putting me in the mood type of situation. Yes. Would be much more preferred than <laughs> I don't know. Bow, chick, bow, yes. Bow. <laughs> <laughs> some fucking weirdest song. Yes. Or it's like some techno or some shit. And I'm like, bro, you're like fucking her in her ass in the shower. What is going on with this music? Yeah. What's happening? Exactly. <laughs> I love women. Women think of everything. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I love us. It's great. Um, I did. I when I was looking, um, like at your website and stuff, trying to see, like you know, what is audio eroticism and stuff. I I saw that you were on a sexual liberation journey, girl. So talk to me about that. What what does that mean for you? Yeah. So sexual liberation means to me is people who are on a sexual awakening or sexual healing journey or both. Mm-hmm. Um, typically for a lot of women, we're taught that sex is a shameful thing, mm-hmm. like sex is for the pleasure of your partner, for the enjoyment of your partner. And we typically prioritize our partner's pleasure above ours. So I wanted to create a safe space for women to come and learn about healthy relationships um, prioritizing their pleasure, as well as reproductive wellness information that we often don't get because a lot of stuff that has happens to do with the female body is looked at as taboo. Mm-hmm. 
And I just wanted to provide that so people would have these tools as well as the information needed to advocate for themselves with their medical professionals as well as in the bedroom when they're trying to own their sexy and take what they want and make sure that they're having pleasurable and enjoyable sex in the bedroom. I love that. Because Lord knows it can be an odd-ass topic to even think about, you know, and I guess I don't think um, like how society I guess has made us feel weird about mm-hmm. sex um and then people don't really talk to you about it because they don't want you to have it because people are still on the tip like well you know your vagina is really just for popping out kids mm-hmm. that's really all it's there for um so to know that there's other things I could do I was like oh so I would I, I and I don't think I have really tapped into everything I could do to really you know feel ultimate pleasure so girl you go, I'm going to be stalking the hell out your page. Yeah. <laughs> um, reading your books and everything else. Because <laughs> I saw this one, um, this like article, I got to finish reading it, about like um, the vulva and learning how to like, knowing your anatomy and like how it can lead to um, better intimacy and stuff like that. I was like, oh, you know, I bet there's more shit about my own body that I don't mm, know. And I'm a damn woman. Right. I've had this vagina my whole life. Yes. <laughs> and I need to do better. Yes, definitely. I remember watching Sex Explained on Netflix many, many years ago, and they showed clitoris and how it actually extends internally. Like, I was floored. Like, I, my mind was blown about how even, like, some women, like, depending on it can extend, like, the clitoral tissue can extend to, like, their anus, which is why some women find anal sex pleasurable. Also, to women who typically can um, orgasm just from vaginal penetration is due to where their clitoris sits um, within the range of the vaginal canal and how the clitoral tissue is. And then also how the G spot is technically clitoral tissue and how when placed side by side, the penis and the clitoris pretty much damn look exactly the same and have some of the same functionality. Like my mind was just blown. I was like, Oh my gosh, we're blown now. Like what? Girl, when you said it extends, I'm like, where, girl? <laughs> extends where? What do you mean? Yeah, it extends to my butt. Yes, that's it why can. I like a finger in there. Yeah, stop. Oh, exactly. Oh, oh my lord. Yeah, I have to do more research. See, this is what I'm talking about. In not even a minute, you taught me more about my body than I've ever, ever known about it. Oh, yeah, because word. when do you get full explanation of your body as a woman? Where do you, they don't teach it in school. I remember my first Mm -hmm. exposure to sex ed was in gym class and with these teenage immature boys and the PE teacher pops in a VHS and everybody's like, oh, ah, and then that was the end. And I remember that was it. Like (laughs) until you like get experience in your adulthood, you, when do you get exposure? Cause porn, like you said, is like fake. So yeah. Yes. Yeah. The moaning, because I used to think like, oh, you're having enjoyable sex if you're moaning, and that intensifies the moment. I begin so annoyed, like, shut up. <laughs> yes, exactly. Like, I get annoyed yes. with myself. Like, it's more to it than that. So we need you, girl. We need. <laughs> yes, it is so oh, much God. more than that. Yes, definitely. Yes. And I've even watched some porn. This has been funny to me. Where like, uh, 
Like this one, this girl, she was trying to show the guy where to like eat her and he kept moving his head. And I'm like, okay, if in porn, that's probably the most realest thing I've seen in porn was he didn't know how to pleasure her and he wasn't listening to her in it. So that's why also too, <laughs> communication is important because I was like, oh Lord. <laughs> Things that are important, right? Because <laughs> if you move, they think, oh, you moving because you like it and that in reality you're like mm, yeah i'm gonna need you to move over here and not over here exactly <laughs> right yeah oh god that's a damn shame she said the real thing i've seen for and is that motherfucker was listening to her and didn't know how to push her ass shameful but yeah we need to learn more about our bodies so we can teach teach our partners exactly what to do yes exactly put them on game <laughs> So what are some recommended sources to get us started outside of what you offer? Like if we wanted to look at video and more other audio um, eroticism, like how do you just dive into this um, subject and exploring your sexual pleasure? Yeah. So for if a newbie for- that's completely <clears throat> like sheltered, that's myself. Like, <laughs> Yes. So something good that I always recommend. So there's this website you can pay one time for the rest of your life. It's $150, but it's rest of your life. And you get actual instructional videos of how to pleasure yourself, like how like to do conlingus on a person, how to give oral sex on a man, fellatio, um, blowjobs, all that stuff. Um, And then also explains the anatomy and stuff like that. And then there's good books like Come As You Are, Pussy Prayers, She Comes First. So Tell Me About Your Last Time Having Sex. Like Those are really good books that focus on educating women about their bodies and people about female pleasure and what women need in the bedroom. So those would be my suggestions if you're a newbie just starting out. And then also people that I personally like to listen to, too, is, um, of course, goodness gracious. Like, I don't know why her name just slipped my mind. Um, she's big, too. Um, hold on. Let me see. No me worries. Take your time. Oh, you're fine. <clears throat> We're going to have to reshare these books. Shan Boudrum. Yeah. She's a good one. Um, and then also to a podcast that I like where they bring on a lot of experts is Horrible Decisions, which mm-hmm. I feel like a lot of people know about that. Yeah. Cocktails is a good one. Mm-hmm. And then um, Sex with Emily. She's a good podcast as well. She's a sex therapist that gives out information. That's really good. to listen to. Well, thank you for the plugs. We appreciate yes. it. Yes, girl. <laughs> oh, and then... <laughs> Instagrams to follow. Uh, Sexology with Bree. She's a really good one. Um, Slippery When Wet. That's a good one. Um, the goodness gracious. The Vagina Whisperer. That's a good one. Um, those are like a few that I'll share. Um, I have a plethora list. Oh, and then the Vagina Liberator who just wrote the article about how to pleasure a pussy. She, her stuff is on point. So. There's a lot of people out there. We just didn't know we need to find it. Yeah. Right. <laughs> we got to do better. Um, so, like, when you you said, so you write um, pretty much all of your, mm-hmm. well, you write all of your audio erotis, erotica, excuse me. So, like, how do you prep, like, maybe not for writing the, the stories themselves, but maybe for actually um, reading them out or recording? Um, for them do you like how you prep for that 
Um, honestly, I, I drink a lot of alcohol to get loose. Um, I'll, I'll listen to like a sexy playlist, like whatever song, like for a while. Um, goodness gracious. It was Normani's song with uh, Cardi B. That was like my go-to song to get me in the mood for like sexy time. Then like um, WAP, anything by Meg Thee Stallion, Cardi B. That's my go-to yeah, stuff that I'll listen to. I'll listen to like old... 90s R&B as well. Uh, <laughs> that'll put me in that mindset. And then too, um, while writing different stuff, just to kind of stimulate my mind, I will watch like Balesa, which Balesa is a female-friendly ethical porn website made by women for women. And that'll kind of help stimulate my mind of like going into like how to read it sexy and all that stuff. Hmm. Right. Yeah, I did yeah, start listening good. to yeah, your podcast. Um, it was the episode of Dazzled by the Devil, um, part oh, one. Oh, yeah. Part one, yeah. Yes, I will be going back to um, finish that up because I couldn't believe <laughs> that you had her marry the arch nemesis of her family. Yes, very interesting. Um, so you can use this as your moment to plug your podcast because you need to. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. So it's Lala's Bedtime Tales Erotic Stories. Um, an episode that I would definitely suggest that a lot of people love is Sex Goddess Unleashed. Um, mm-hmm. It's about mm-hmm. a Black protagonist going through her whole phase at an HBCU. Okay. So it's probably real relatable and funny to a lot. <laughs> and I, when I wrote that one, I was listening hard, hardcore to Hotels by Jasmine oh, Sullivan. So yes. if that can kind of, that was where my inspiration came from. So definitely, definitely go listen to that one. That's like the second most popular one. So Awesome. We'll have to uh, share a clip for that and go listen to ourselves. Yeah. Have you found success through the audio eroticism through podcasting? How has that allowed your um, brand to expand as far as reaching people in a space where um, we have liberty in podcasting of what we talk about, how we do it. Um, How has that been for you? It's been really good. So typically what I'll say in a lot of my podcasts is I have a Facebook group and also on Instagram to slide in my DMs and come look at any of the love, sex, and sex education that, um, love, sex advice, and sex education that I'm sharing. And I have a lot of people that will do it. And they'll tell me that it's made them think about sex in a different way and kind of stimulate their mind because I'll do different kinks and stuff in different episodes. And people will be like, oh, it's made me think maybe I should like go research that and try something out and stuff like that. Um, so I definitely love that. And also I love that it helps people find the community to have a safe space to learn about sex education and get that healthy relationship and advice and sex tips. So yes, it has helped me reach a lot. Yeah. I love the idea that we can listen to it whenever we want in our safe space and we don't have to feel Mm -hmm. judged because you don't, you're not walking around with the same book like we used to back in the day. (laughs) And you can continue to explore the concepts that you hear, like you said, um, as you desire. And then for you as the creator, you're not um, as filtered as if you were on mm-hmm. the radio. So I'm sure that gives you create creative flow, which I love that. Yes, absolutely. Because I am super censored on every other platform. But when I get onto the podcast, you have the freedom to say whatever. And that means a lot of my stuff can get as explicit as I want it to. And I feel like that too allows people Mm -hmm. to kind of have more sexual stimulation because I can go in detail about the different sex acts and stuff like that. And I can also throw in like different sex education with that as well. Like 
Um, and you'll notice that when you get to part two of Dazzled by the Devil, I give some like tips and stuff because a lot of women think that their first time has to be on pleasurable and painful. And there are actually tons of stuff you can do where it doesn't have to be like that at all. So, mm. yeah. I have brain. Okay. Tra- I, oh, yeah. I'm sorry, Mel. Go ahead. No, I was going to like recall my first time. I was like, I don't think it was painful, but it definitely was, was like not intentionally pleasurable. Like, <laughs> it was just. Nah. A spur of the moment so i'm happy that you are encouraging women to actually enjoy that first moment yes definitely through mindful sex that makes everything because i feel like also like a lot of people are like oh you know you're not gonna enjoy sex like a third time and the first time's gonna have to suck and all this stuff so you go into it with like that mindset uh, and then it's not good so and it doesn't have to be that way yeah, I was going to ask if you, I know you talk about a lot of like women empowerment and how you want women to feel more sexually liberated, but do you get any like, um, like questions from men or yes. like, I would assume that they would be like, oh, what is this? I would want to learn more or they'll be like, this is too intense for me. I think I'm going to just shy away from it. <laughs> yeah. So I get two different experiences. I get a lot of men coming in wanting to know how to please a woman and get more information about that because oftentimes people's partners shy away from talking about it with them, especially um, with, with women. It's usually something that men feel like they're more you know, in the driver's seat of. Mm-hmm. And so they kind of asked me a lot of questions about how do I get my partner to open up about it? How do I talk about different fantasies and stuff without like scaring her away or making her feel pressured? And so I like, I love those and I answer those and, you know, but then I get the other side where I have men talking about how I'm doing the devil's work and oh. I'm sending us to hell and all this stuff <laughs> and promiscuity <laughs> is not the answer and all this stuff. And I'm just kind of like, I am not preaching that everyone has different values. Right. I just want people to understand, you know, like having a reproduction, reproductive action plan, using contraception and the different types of contraceptions out there and having mindful sex and that sex can be pleasurable and enjoyable and it doesn't have to be, you know, painful or traumatic, which is a lot of women's experiences. So I don't know. Men see me talking about sex and they just think I'm here to end the world. So (laughs) (laughs) probably because we're we're taking our power back, you know, we're Mm -hmm. taking control so that, you know, most men don't like that. Honey, I don't understand men at all. They can stick their thing and everything, but God forbid I want to get an old bitch. How dare you? Stay in your sad ass lane with your lotion. Leave me alone. <laughs> <laughs> you just go get you a sock, sweetie, or a Kleenex. Get you a little Vaseline. Fuck off. Okay, because you clearly have too much time. Ain't nobody fucking you either. Exactly. And that's probably the men who are probably upset with you. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Exactly. <laughs> I don't understand the whole devil's word. But anyway, I, I just don't know why in the world we have to bring Jesus into it. Yeah. We, I don't know why we got it. Why always got to bring Jesus into it? Yes. We we, that's, these are to- totally different topics. Exactly. And I don't know why. I, yeah, I don't know why Like society just makes it really, they don't think they realize that they really don't think about women for anything but having kids. Yes. That's literally all we're here for. Yes, and God actually, you know, going speaking about that, he made sex an act that we're supposed to partake in and our body parts, our clitoris. Unlike men, our clitoris is literally only there for pleasure. They don't have any part on their genitalia that is there literally only for pleasure, but we do. So We're meant to be pleasure. Exactly, basically. God's plan. He created us. Exactly. Pleasure, damn it. Exactly. 
You need to go read the Bible. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you need to go too and learn about women's anatomy. Darn it. It probably scares them to think that my wife is going to find out these other ways to be pleasure and I know nothing about it and I'm not going to be able to pleasure her the way that I used to. Or she's going to require more of me than what I used to give, which was the bare minimum. Let's try some edibles. Oh, girl. So my friends know I have a sexual fantasy that I would like. (laughs) Yes. That I would like, you know, to bring the savory delicacies of thanksgiving dinner to the bedroom okay because food king yes because food is well thanksgiving food um itself is like comforting so why not Mm -hmm. but speaking of edibles like we have been contemplating the concept of like edible panties and Mm -hmm. other bedroom edibles so please tell the girls that i am you know not as kinky as it may sound that you know it's okay that is i have our we have our own kink. <laughs> no, but that is actually a top 10 kink is food kink. Food really? kink is right up there. So yeah. yeah, so that is very popular. And one in four people have tried some type of kink. So everyone is a lot more kinky than what people think. So yeah, so yeah, it's completely normal. You know? I'm not against it. It just sounds messy. That's, that's the fun part. <laughs> yeah. That's the no. fun part. No. Nobody no. wants the boring strawberries in, in Cool Whip. Like, messy. It's still I'm messy. Give me some warm caramel and hot chocolate. Messy. <laughs> <laughs> you can put down a so, so there's this blanket. There's this blanket called a squirt blanket. And you can put that down on your bed and that'll help contain the mess. Like they suggest that for women who are squirters and then for period sex as well and anything mm-hmm. that gets a little messy. Mm-hmm. So if you want to do your food play in the bedroom, you know, just get you a squirt blanket, put that down and at least it's less expensive, you know, just put down a few towels. It can still be sexy and fun, like, you know, contain the mess that way. See, <laughs> I just Where there's a will, there's a way. Yes, Lord. Okay. <laughs> as long as there's a way to contain it, because I just imagine you finding you a macaroni noodle somewhere randomly. <laughs> a couple of days later, <laughs> I thought I got it all. Yep. <laughs> yep. I can't see you. <laughs> oh God. <laughs> um, but since you brought that up. You know, now I'm a little interested, girl. What other kinks are there? Because yes. I guess what's the what's the difference between like a kink and a um, fetish? Yeah, that. Yes, thank you. So, a, yeah, so a kink is what heightens your pleasure in the bedroom. Um, okay. so basically, it could be something that you bring in. Like for instance, you're talking about food, Monique. It'd be something that you bring in to heighten your pleasure. Whereas a fetish is something that you need to get off and have that orgasm. And typically it's something to like an inanimate object, but it's not limited to that. But typically when people talk about fetishizations, it's something that they need to hit that climax. Whereas a kink is just something that you can do with or without, but it just heightens pleasure in the bedroom for you if you engage in it. Got it. Okay. So what are some other like top ones that you can think of? Feet. People love feet. Oh, they do. Oh my gosh. Like that is the number one is feet. 
And then you have um, hosiery and stuff like that, which is typically related to feet. And then you have raphatism, which is shoes, which is related to feet. Those are like the top three. (laughs) And then you get body, then you get into, then you get into body fluids. Um, So from, and men typically are more interested in body fluids than women, as far as some of the research that they've done. And that's like, the urination, so you know the P Diddy thing going on with the city girls, like yeah, that's yes. a big one. Um, also, too, a big one for men is breast milk. Um, that's a huge one for them. They love breast milk. And then you get into like some of the other ones, which is like blood clay and all that different oh, stuff. So, okay, yeah. hold on, back up to the um, breast milk. Are we stealing the breast milk from the babies? For what? Are they drinking it? Yes, they're drinking it from the women. But then, you know, also, I don't know if any of you have had children, but when a woman gets really aroused too, their breast milk will come out and it'll squirt too. So some men get off on that as well. Mm. So as their partner's climax, when they're breastfeeding, it'll squirt the milk and some of them will have fun with that. So yeah. Takes note. Okay. (laughs) We're all without children here. So (laughs) yeah. But things to look forward to. Honey. Yeah. <laughs> the, the many avenues you can travel after Papa to get out. Well, the safest one sounds like the birth milk to me. <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah, I mean, there's like body fluids. Like when I was researching and I saw some of the body fluids ones, it, it gets intense with what different stuff people are interested in. Blood yeah. play. Like, yeah, blood it? play is a yeah. huge one. Yeah. What? Blood play? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I don't. I'm, yeah, that's I, a I, I feel like I have questions, but you know, I don't think I'd want another answer to that one. I'm gonna let that one slide. <laughs> but yeah, but uh, city girls with the golden showers with the with the P that is a very popular. She is not alone in that one. That's a lot of people's. Yeah, I don't know how I feel about that. a hot liquid just oozing. <laughs> Body. And you I'm know. not in an actual shower with clean water. <laughs> <laughs> Joanna, get off the mic. <laughs> uh-uh. You know, it gives me very much miss like Seely thing about Mr. He just come top of me and do his business. <laughs> oh, say color amen, purple. bitch. Oh. But like legit doing his business. Like you doing your business on me. You use me as a toilet. Mm. I can't. Mm-mm. But you know what? Every kink ain't for everybody. No. So. Yes, no judgment here, listeners. Yeah, no Please judgment. understand no, no judgment, that y'all. this is an educational episode and we are not passing it judgment. Is. We are honestly None being exposed to a lot through yes. our lovely um, yes. co-hosts here. And um, yeah, it's just a lot to learn and a lot to explore. And I feel like in <clears throat> they said that, you know, marriages were on the rise, are on the rise of um, divorce. And mm-hmm. I'm like, how many marriages could be saved or are on that road to divorce because you choose to be closed-minded and not explore Mm -hmm. other ways of pleasure. And it's so um, cliche to talk about it. I mean, to not talk about it, especially from the like uh, religious standpoint, like, Oh, you know, we can't talk about these things and what happens in the house stays in the house. But if Mm -hmm. we would just have an open conversation, how much better could relationships be? It's just, it makes you just really wonder. Yes, definitely. Or the common yeah. health issues that men are um, facing, like um, the inability to stay erect, like erectile dysfunction. That's it's more Hurtful. common than men realize. Mm-hmm. Yes, 
And two, also some, also that's another issue with the dangers of the miseducation that a lot of us get. So like my sister, she's a healthcare provider and she'll have young guys call in saying that they need Viagra dialysis by like, at like 23. And she'll like walk them through like the different stuff. And they're like, well, I can't last for like 15 and 20 minutes. And my sister's like, well, you're not supposed to be able to. Like, that's not a common occurrence. Like, <laughs> most men, like, they, you know, it's usually the 10 is the max. And within that five to seven minutes is when they can actually reach orgasm. So they think mm-hmm. lasting a long time, they should go on these marathons of hours and stuff like that. And that's not what the body actually does. So that's from miseducation. I don't know where they got that shit from me. Right. I, don't, exactly. I really don't. I, I have no problem, sweetheart. Let just bend me over. If you want it to last longer, sweetheart, put me in another position. But God damn it, don't take it out if I'm finna come. And if you come in 10 minutes, great. Let's roll over. We going to get food? Are we making food? Are we watching a movie? What are we doing? Because ain't nobody got time to be penciling in an hour to fuck. No. Exactly. I'm going to fall asleep nope. at some point. Like, at some point. It's Girl, stop. You know what I'm saying? Like, I, or I got to go to work. Well, yeah, in penetration, I, I, Max, like, can you imagine someone penetrating you for, like, 60 minutes? I think that's just crazy, yeah. too. Like, that just would not even be comfortable. So I think people need to broaden their thought process of what actual sex is. Like, they're taking away from, like, foreplay, like, different out-of-course stuff, oral sex, different stuff like that. Like, it's not just PMV penetration. I think that's why sometimes, too, people think that yeah. when they think about long sex. Yeah. I live for the fo- floor play. Ooh. Foreplay. Yeah. I needed to start around lunchtime. Like, go ahead and you know start sending some text messages. Okay. Yes. Some audios. You know, working. something. Yeah. Yeah. Let's get this started. Yeah. Okay. I love that. It might took me forever to realize like how much I really needed it. Yeah. Like, I had to, because I thought you know I was just so used to the oh well let's just do it you know mm-hmm. I'm feeling a little feeling a little juice a little tingle down there let's just let's just hop to it. And then I realized at one point, you know, when your boyfriend be like, you know, tapping you, like you ready to go. I'm like, sir, let me tell you something. First of all, leave me alone. Okay. Cause I'm not there. And if you want to get me there so you can get off too, you gonna have to do some work, nigga. Because like, she don't want you. (laughs) She don't want you. I don't want you right now. Leave me alone. I'm tired. Yes. you, You know, you. You do some certain things. You want to kiss me in certain places. You know, you want to rub up on me on, in certain areas. You want to pinch something. You want to bite something to get me there. That's how we're going to do that. But, girl, it took me a minute. I was like, why? Why am I like this? But then if he does certain things, I can be ready to go anytime. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> like, yeah. I'm really just ready to go anytime. But foreplay is very important. I'm with Monique. I am mm. all about that foreplay. Here for the foreplay, like you said. Honey, you can start that shit as soon as I get up. Yep. I don't give a damn. Yeah. Get my mind ready. Let's let me tell you, tell me what's gonna happen to me after dinner. I want to right. know. That way, no. dinner will be get... cooked when you get home because I'm ready. You know, it's a two. Yes. I can meet me halfway. I'll have it plated. Put it on the exactly. table. Exactly. Let's get to it. Right. Let's go take a shower. It's, it's, all, it's all in the pleasure. It's all in the pleasure. Yes. <laughs> I meet you at the door with nothing on. Exactly. Yes. Yep. <laughs> Um, I know this is like a hard pivot, um, but when you, it really like threw me off and I'm still not going to get over this whole, um, extending clitoris. I'm not going to get over that tonight. I don't think I'll ever get over it. When you started talking about, you know, that's why some people get, um, pleasured 
Anally, okay. So, um, what if, when you when people talk to you, excuse me, when people talk to you about having anal sex or wanting to try anal sex, kind of like what are your recommendations to do that safely um, and effectively? You know, like if they're first starting, you know, like they're booty virgins. So, how do, how do they get that? Going? If you love listening to Unestablished, you can support our podcast by going to the link in our bio and buying a wine. That's right, a wine. Buymeacoffee.com allows listeners like you an easy way to say thanks. Plus, it only takes a minute. Your selflessness will assist in improving software and expanding Unestablished, a podcast made with you in mind. Available every Wednesday on all podcasting platforms. Thank you. So I like to talk about the five E's of anal. So it's educate yourself on anal play sex, uh, safety, explore, effectively communicate, experiment, and use exercise tool. When I say educate yourself on anal play, so it's like be sure to research safety tips and measures from credible sources before engaging in anal play. Like things to know, for instance, is don't use numbing creams because numbing creams can keep you from knowing if there's something wrong, like if there's any pain or tearing or anything like that. So that's a common mistake that people use. So definitely don't use that. Also, lube is your best friend. Unlike the vaginal canal and your vulva, our anus doesn't naturally lubricate, so you need to use lube. Um, I would suggest silicone lube because it's extremely slippery. It lasts longer, and um, it's safe with condoms. And typically, um, also, too, don't use them with silicone toys. So if you're doing anal play with silicone toys, then you'll need to use water-based. However, it's okay if there's any discomfort that you feel to reapply the lubricant. Also, too, to know is that um, foreplay is really important with anal play. So use fingers, tongs. You want to ease into it. And that's not a zone where you want to do um, rough sex because that can lead to fissures and tearing and prolapses and stuff like that Mm -hmm. that are dangerous. And also, too, what I like to tell people as well when it comes to safety is Make sure that you're either using a condom or have talked to your partner about STIs um, testing and make sure that neither one of you guys have anything at that time because uh, there's extremely high risk of transmission of STIs through anal sex. Like there's a huge rise of hepatitis because of that, like with rim jobs and stuff like that. Um, chlamydia, gonorrhea, syphilis, herpes, they're also big ones that can be transmitted through that. And there's also a very slim chance, but there's still a possibility that you can get pregnant from anal sex if the they shoot their ejaculation near your anus and it slides towards your vulva or into your vulva because sperm can live about seven days mm-hmm. in travel. So you got to be cognizant of that as well. And then also too, some men like to play with their ejaculation and calm. So if they're moving their fingers around, it can slide to your vaginal canal and vulva. So you got to be cognizant of that and never go from your anus to your vagina. Cause that can lead to okay. infections like bacteria, vaginosis, yeast infections, UTIs, just to name a few. And also too, if there's ever any, pain, blood, tearing, like just immediately stop it. 
And then my tips for actually getting into it, I would always say is first, explore, explore, explore. So make sure anal stimulation is a part of like your self-pleasure session before engaging with a partner. There's like um, vibrating anal dilators, vibrating anal plugs, like just try it out. See if that's something that you actually enjoy. And then also too, if you like it and enjoy it and it's pleasurable, before trying anal sex, definitely discuss it with your partner to ensure that they are interested in it and it's a consensual act as well and let them know kind of like how to go about doing it so it'll be most comfort for you and then I also suggest trying out anal training kits like butt butt plugs and butt dilators and what you can do is if you're someone that likes double penetration or you just want to try something out while you're having um vaginal penetrative sex you can put in a butt plug and see how that feels and if you like it and then gradually work up to them um, actually inserting a toy or their penis, if you're with a penis owner, into your butt. Um, also to with that as well is to make sure you're relaxed, take it slow and breathe and also to help with it while you're doing it is clitoral stimulation as well. So what I would suggest anyone doing anal sex, especially for the first time trying to ease into it, you can do like a clitoral stimulator, sorry, clitoral stimulator, like um, a rose toy. Um, there's like the womanizer, that's a clitoral suction toy. And then also on my website, shameless plug, I sell a clitoral suction toy as well. And that can help relax you. So it gives them easier um, time getting in. And also too, Anal sex should not be painful. Mm -hmm. So if you are feeling pain, then there's some disconnect, whether you're tensing, there's not enough lube being used, or you just need to kind of use a butt dilator or plug to really get um, more stretched out for that to happen. Um, Also, too, I will say with that, um, it should be like maybe the first time a slight discomfort or some type of different foreign sensation. Like, I mean, I'm, I know people are like, oh my gosh, when I say this, it's, it's going to feel like you might be having a bowel movement, but there should mm-hmm. not be like an excruciating pain. And if there is, just stop and tell them to slow down. And that would be my suggestions, definitely. Okay. So with the anal, like, I guess, kit, like what are, what is it called? Like a, I don't want to call it like a butt kit. kit. So it's a butt plug training kit. Okay. So would they need to also use lube for that as well? Yes, definitely. Yes. Like, yeah. So lube should always be used. Actually, too, um, there's been studies that show that 80% of women, so when I say women's for inclusivity purposes, I'll say vulva owners. When vulva owners use lube, it it improves their sexual pleasure by 80%. So majority of the time, whether it's vaginal penetration or anal, um, women tend to have more, vulva owners tend to have more pleasure when lube is involved. So anytime you're using a sex toy by yourself with a partner, um, lube is always a good choice. Goodness. Damn, why my man lives so far away? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> goodness, all these, just all these things working in my mind as we talk. <laughs> Lord have mercy. Um, Use some audio erotica and help yourself, friend. Girl. Yeah. Oh, Lord. I want him to help me. <laughs> yeah, I mean, Damn nothing it. replaces a partner. I agree with that. Yeah. <laughs> <sighs> Ain't nothing like a real thing, Lord. Um, I had a question, but it just like, like it left me. 
Oh, I feel like I keep doubling back the stuff we talked about. Okay, girl, so you ain't going to breeze past that squirt blanket like you ain't say it. Now, wait a minute now. This, this squirting thing, it almost sounded like a myth. Almost like the sex god shows, chooses different people who can squirt and some who can't. And I'm like, is it achievable for everybody? That's my real question. Is, uh, is, is squirting achievable for everyone? So the research is inconclusive on that. Um, they're not quite okay. sure. Um, it's just different body responses. However, a lot of it comes from G-spot stimulation. So if you read in that past article uh, about pleasuring the pussy or vulva anatomy. So what she talks about is the vestibule. And if they stroke in that area and really, um, in a come hither moment, stroke, um, your, your, um, G spot, um, what will happen is that that can cause you to squirt. And another thing that they suggest too, is get clitoral stimulation first. So you're really aroused. And like how I talked about internally, how your clitoris is in there internally. So all of that will engorge and kind of like all the blood rush. So you'll think of like your clitoris will get a hard on like a penis does basically. And that will also make it easier for you to have the possibility of squirting once they start um, stimulating your G spot as well. And then what caused you to squirt is your skin glands, which is kind of similar to like a male prostate. And so when people ask, Oh, is there like pee? So it's near your urethra. So it's not pee, but there is some purified urine that might come out. And it's not what you see in the pornos. Typically it's not going to squirt out like a gush of water like that. (laughs) (laughs) It'll be like, you know, like feet away. Like, no, it's not like that. So it's kind of like a clear cloudy liquid and it'll gush out, but it won't be like what you see in the pornos where it's just like drenching these men in the walls and stuff like that. Like that's not normal. It's the idea that there's like somebody's there with a, a squeeze bottle under the bed. Like one, two, and three <laughs> spray the yes. wall because that's really not how it is yes um, or they'll have women with deposits in there and they'll like clench and stuff and a little squirt yeah oh my gosh oh. girl well Lola we thank you for just teaching us all the things that we didn't know we needed to know yes <laughs> this has been fan yes okay. and what we consider is our safe space and um Of course, in preparing for this episode, we chose to partner with you on a um, Valentine's Day giveaway. So listeners, if you haven't already, go to Instagram, participate, share, and get your goodies. I mean, they're free. Why wouldn't you want them? And it's from Lala Bedtime Tales. Like, you're not going to get this opportunity ever again. So, no. Yes. (laughs) And then listen to the podcast after you you win and use it. Yeah. <laughs> Use it as your foreplay. It is very necessary mm-hmm. for both for both uh sexes, okay? Yeah. Yes. Just get in the mood before you get to your person. Mm. <laughs> All right, Lala. Send it to Thank you this, so much. Yes. Um, so we usually do a uh what is it? Wine with wine after this. You're more than welcome to stay. If not, it's just like a 10-15 minute whatever topic you want to just get off your chest and cut like a petty yeah just whatever petty thing you want to share that happened this week let it go that's what we do we whining with wine so do you want to participate or you're good do you have anything sure i'll participate i i do have something
three, four, <coughs> whining with wine. Tell me your grievances, whining with wine. Girls, what is on your mind? If I crack a little bit, tell me what's on your mind. <laughs> Lala got something. What's going on over there, girl? So I'm going to preface this. I love, love, love black men. However, these black misogynistic podcasts giving out fake relationship advice to women that they don't even believe in themselves need to die. Like they, they need to stop. Like stop giving these misogynistic, like she talked about color purple earlier, Mr. Mentality man, podcast to put out this just crazy relationship advice to women. Like, that's just my piece. Like, that's just it. <laughs> oh my God. And they're popping up by the dozen. I get yes. why people are upset about Black people getting the mic. We get the mic and we don't necessarily know what to talk about or how to use the mic in a constructive way. But I feel like everybody still has maybe an experience to tell versus it being yes. education. Just yes. say you're telling your story because that's all we do here. We promise no... um you know, direct facts. We may do, we're going to try to do our research. We're going to try to vet our guests and bring you some, you know, good episodes. But at the end of the day, it's up to you to educate yourself. And if something doesn't feel right, that's how you should move along in your relationships. Not because you heard somebody on a podcast say you got to cook for the man every day because my man knows that's not going to happen. It's a team effort here. I might cut the the veggies and you going to cook them. But yes, I agree with you. Like, what? So what was like that? What did you hear that made you be like, you know what? I'm just sick. Oh, it's my God. Sick and tired. Oh, my goodness. So there's this one podcast. You're doing this thing on masculine women energy versus feminine women oh. energy. And I'm just like, if I have to hear that, because a whole bunch of, there was a whole song called independent where we all learned how to spell independent. So you can't go from saying <laughs> you want an independent woman to, Oh, you're being too masculine. I feel like that's just a cop out of saying as to kind of like why you don't want to be with black women. And then too, I hear a lot of podcasts where they talk about how Black women are being interracial relationships and kind of like, you know, shitting on black men. But I'm just like, I don't see that happening. But like a lot of black men will come in and get with interracial relationships, which is fine. People love whoever they want, but then they'll shit on black women. So I'm just kind of like you. Yeah. So I'm just like, I need to take the mic back from those Mr. Mentality black men that have gotten these podcasts. Like, I just need to take that mic and just throw it in the trash because I'm tired of that. I <laughs> said they needed to die. Die now. I just came to the conclusion that somebody hurt them and they're just trying to, you know, let out their anger. Just go to yeah. therapy, bro. Just yes. <laughs> go get a podcast. Just go to therapy. Somebody will exactly. listen to you. Exactly. Because I'm just so tired. I don't want to hear the lines of black mm-hmm. men saying why men don't want black women. Like, I just, I can't anymore. Every time I hear that, I'm like, oh, Lord, like, just stop. So, yeah. Girl, we can talk about that shit all day. I'm I'm tired of that shit popping up on my TikTok. Like I'm so tired yes. of about it. I don't exactly. I don't want to hear it. I just don't want to hear it because if I ain't got no motherfucking job, you're not gonna be looking for me. <laughs> exactly. You, I mean, you're not. I'm sorry, bitch. You're not gonna be looking. For, you're not looking for no bitch that only cooks exactly. and fucking cleans and doesn't have a fucking exactly. job. And that looks like a bad bitch. You know why? Because she can't afford that shit because she ain't got a job. (laughs) I have no idea what you're talking about. And you clearly don't either. Because I don't know why you got this type of motherfucking time. I really don't. And I know good and damn well you're single too. And if you're not, your girlfriend probably fucking hates you. And and there's someone hurt her too. Because you think she's going to You got a lot going on. You got a lot going on and not enough, good buddy. 
I don't understand. I don't. We're all just people. If you don't like oh, women, exactly. just say that. If you want to oh. fuck a man, just say that, darling. Because that's where I'm at with this. The only one they all seem to be, they only seem to want um, the ones that could that be on their level yeah. is men. Just be with a man. and Just be with a man. Clearly you don't yeah. like women. And that's yeah. okay, too. Go be gay. And be happy. <laughs> don't worry. Be happy. Okay. <laughs> Mo, you got a Y. Oh, no. Yes, I do. So it's, I know, I feel like I've complained about this one before. But if you work in the service industry, I need you to get your attitude together. We Mm -hmm. all have a job that we have to interact with people that we may not be having the best day. Or we don't, you know, really feel like serving the people on that day. But this is your job. And I am giving you my hard-earned money so that you have a job. If I if we stop coming to this establishment, you're gonna have to find another job. Yes, there may be another job, but you still may end up in another service position. So then what? You're still gonna carry your funky ass attitude to the next place? Like I feel like I get tired of reporting my people. When you gonna learn that you we don't owe you anything, and I'm not gonna ask you to have a nice day. You're supposed to be telling me that. And thank you for your patience. Yes, and thank you. Thank you for my food. Thank you for showing up to work today. I do appreciate you, but why you got to show up with an attitude? That's my wine. Just get your shit together. Like, when we going to have enough of us? Like, when we when, when is enough enough? Put on your face. You can, and I, we do that in corporate America, like, you have to put on a face. As much as people say, don't hide behind a face, the face is there for a reason. Mm-hmm. Put it on for a couple of hours, take a walk, go to the restroom, have a breather, come back and put the fucking face back on. Yes. To some degree, yes. Yeah. You never know who you're serving. That's how I think of it. Like, you never know who you're you're helping, you're yes. serving, so you need to try to do the best, present yourself as the best. Right. I could be the person that feels compelled to give you $200 as a tip, but because you got a nasty attitude, I'm putting my money right back in my purse and keep it moving. No. And then you take that energy with you, like, boy. Because, you know, I mean, maybe not servers and stuff, but, like, I remember going to Moe's one good time. They all had attitudes. Every last one of them motherfuckers had attitudes. In your food? All that hatred. <laughs> in my food, bitch. That food was so nasty. It was the worst fucking experience I've ever had at yes. Moe's, and I love Moe's. I fucking love it. But that was the most trash-ass burrito I have ever eaten from there. I felt, I tasted no seasoning. No one gave a damn. I, I was like, I just, if, if, this, if I hadn't paid so much money for this fucking burrito, I'd throw this bitch away. I'm about to say, we ain't going back to this motherfucker. They put angry in that's funny how the attitude yeah. transferred to your food. We just don't receive it the same anymore. Because I know when I go to Chick-fil-A, I'm getting the same meal, and it's going to taste the same way every time. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and we done got so spoiled with Chick-fil-A. I wish you would let me drive. I'm not <laughs> tell me my pleasure. <laughs> I feel so disrespected. You, you, you're welcome. The fuck? You mean your pleasure? <laughs> Ooh, goodness. Kind of establishment are you running over here at Chick Fil A? Yeah, they set the standard. <sighs> they do, okay. especially for fast food. 
for sure. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He was blessed that with his pointer finger <laughs> on the heavens above. Jawanda, what's your wine? Well, mine is more petty. I mean, I got conned into a gym membership, girl. By who? <laughs> you got a whole Peloton bitch. How did you get conned into a damn gym membership? So I have a co worker who. She talks a lot. And she like, I mean, it's like, y'all know how I am at work. Some days I want to talk. And then some days, most days I'm like, leave me the fuck alone. I'm listening to like a podcast and music. I don't really want to be bothered. So she's just be like, if I'm not talking, she's like, "Mm, you're not really talking today. And I'm just like, bitch, I don't want to talk. Like, get the clue. But anyway, so she joined this gym like last year. And she's been trying to get people to go to the gym with her. So now, like, the gym was having a special for, like, a month. You can go there for, like, $69. It's like this, it's like a boot camp gym. So I've paid more for gym memberships, like, because they're, like, classes, if that makes sense. So I was waiting for the bathroom one day, and she was like, oh, there's something up on the wall for you. And I'm like, what? She's like, there's something up there on the wall for you. And I'm like, what? And I look, and it was that card for the $69 for four weeks that she put up there. And I was like, girl, bye. Okay, leave me alone. (laughs) I gym at home. So then she convinced my other friend, my work, I call her my work wife. She convinced her to do the gym. So she was, I was like, whenever she goes, I'll go. So I'm at home on Martin Luther the King Day, and <laughs> <laughs> and she texts me. She said, "Cassandra said that she's going to the gym tomorrow. So does that mean you're gonna come too?" I was like, "Shit! I already said if Cassandra go, I'll go. But I already was banking on Cassandra not going. Cassandra likes." to eat and have a good time, not really work out. So I was like, mm, it's not really going to happen. So we go into the gym. So we think if we get us like a free day, we get the exercise and say, oh, we went, yay. And then, you know, go home. So we go in to do sign the waiver. And she was like, that'll be $69. <laughs> what? Ain't no free trial? A 24-hour period to see if I like it? Bitch, I don't even get one class for free. Usually people give you like three days a week yeah. or something. Not even one class. So me and Cassandra like looked at each other and we paid our $69 for the four weeks and we died the first day. And then after the class, she was like, so you guys going to come back tomorrow? Like we have no fucking choice now, girl. <laughs> Because we done paid our fucking I mean, $70. So we're going to have to come for four weeks. Wow. So I didn't calculate how many classes I need to take to make my $70 or my $69 seem like it's budget. It, it works for me. <laughs> so I came up to three days a week. That means it was about <laughs> 6 $7 a class. And that means that is beneficial for me. So yes, bitch. <laughs> 
I'm not caught. It's a shortage. It's the calculations that it makes that it works for the budget. Right. Let me make this seventy dollars make sense. That seventy dollars is gas for two weeks. That seventy dollars is groceries for the week. That seventy dollars is a hairdo. Okay, sis got you. Yes, but I can't be mad though because I just That's went for one week and I already lost four pounds. So I snaps. <laughs> I'm alright. I'm. I can't be mad. I was like, well, maybe this is the Lord telling me if you want to change your body, bitch, I'm gonna help you change your body. <laughs> you want to change it for real? What you willing to do? I'm gonna have to con you in a damn gym membership so you can lose the weight. I don't know. We gonna see what happened after oh these God. four weeks, but bro, you got it, friend. You got this. It's it's like a boot camp do it. class. So it's just like everything is like intervals. It's like 40 minutes of exercise, 20 minutes of rest. And that 20 minutes goes by so fast. I mean, not 20 minutes, seconds. I'm sorry. It's 40 seconds Speak of exercise. Speak up. How does Instagram? <laughs> 40 seconds of exercise and then 20 minutes of, 20 seconds of rest. I'm sorry. Okay. Most that sounds better. Yeah. yeah. No. But 40 it's just, minutes and I'm done. But the class is 45 minutes and... I mean, I guess it's it's worth it. It's just I really didn't want to go to the gym with her because she talked a lot and she tells all the business. Mm. So we had to tell her to don't be trying to take no pictures and don't show nobody what we what we doing at the gym. But she really hasn't bothered us because we're too busy trying to get our workout in that she really doesn't have time to talk to us. So it worked out good. Cause it's what you wanted about. <laughs> Oh, hell. Um, just, so I went to an amusement park earlier today. And, you know, things happen at the amusement park. It's cheering there. I don't think I've really had that or that teacher urge in quite some time. But today was a different motherfucking day, okay? It was in line for this damn roller coaster because that seems to be all that's at Bush Gardens. Um, and they are quite fast and scary, but I had a good time. This lady who had, like, she was five deep, five children deep. And I know they was all under the age of 10. I know they were. And I'm like, how are you even telling them to ride this ride? Girl, we riding this line. And she got one little girl. She just a hopping. She doing oh. a little pee-pee dance. I'm like, Lord. She, and I know there ain't no bathroom up here. This woman, bless the sweet Jesus soul, because I ain't nobody's mama. And I don't know how to take care of children. I don't even know how she was doing. I don't know how she was walking around with all them heathens. But she left three of them and took the other two to the damn bathroom and they were right behind me and my friend boy they was cutting a motherfucking food when she left hollering and cussing and carrying on hitting each other and shit and i'm like stepping on the back of my friend's shoe several times I said tori <laughs> i it's taking everything in my being not to put on my teacher voice and tell him to chill out before I hurt you. But I'm not their fucking mom. So I just had to just turn around and not think about it. Y'all, please. I understand. I know. Not from personal experience, but I know being a parent is hard, but God damn it. You take them all to the bathroom. Make them pee. Don't leave your children alone in line for the roller coaster. Please just watch your chaps, because I don't want to have to. Because if somebody had gotten their asses together, mm. you would have been upset. But why? You left them by themselves. You said it takes a village, and y'all were the village. 
Bitch, I, I don't know you. You to me we in the music part. <laughs> so you was going to let the kids hurt themselves? No. She just knew that the, you know, humanity and you was going to no, she didn't. jump in and take she care didn't. of her kids. She didn't me. I wasn't going to do that. I was so thankful them children got to go to that other side. It's like, thank God, ain't nowhere near us. Because fucking right, I did not want to sit by them children. I didn't even want them to be hollering behind me. My humanity probably That's a little raggedy though. Over, but I Just leave real, three I kids like that in a theme park. Was real mad. Yeah. And I'm like, I know, baby, had to, the little girl had to go to the bathroom, but I'm like, damn. Why you leave these these heathens up here? You done made it halfway through the line. Mm. Well, she said she wasn't about to wait no more. That's not a pet peeve today. <laughs> but we've that been deliberate. It feels good to to let go and let the Lord. Mm-hmm. Got it off my Probably. chest. I'm done with it. <laughs> Amen. So, listeners, <laughs> as we said, Lala is in the house. We're gonna let her promote her podcast and her um book, and we're just gonna close this episode out as we normally do. So, Lala, let the people know where they can find you, where they can connect, how what we can expect in the future. Okay, so it was great to be here. Thank you for this opportunity. I had a good time. So you guys can listen to my podcast, Lala's Bedtime Tales Erotic Stories. Anywhere you listen to podcasts, Apple, Spotify, Google, anywhere. And then you can catch me hanging out on Instagram at Lala's Bedtime Tales. And also on Facebook at Lala's Bedtime Tales. And when I'm not getting banned, I'm on TikTok too. Oh. And, then, <laughs> and I have um, courses, workshops coming out. And you can get my book on Amazon. And it's also on Kindle Unlimited as well for those who read a lot. And yeah, I love to connect. Slide in my DMs. I'm always happy to talk. Awesome. Yes. So much fun. Thank you so much for we coming. We definitely enjoyed ourselves. Oh, I learned so much. So much. We gotta we gotta write. We gotta make a whole reel about all them books and people that you told us to follow, girl. Whew, this has been great. Oh. Stimulating. <laughs> well. All right, on that note, guys. Um, <laughs> if you want to uh <laughs> Uh, get in contact with us you can hit us up unestablishedpodcast at gmail.com or you can slide into our DMs not for that though. but you can slide in for our DMs on Instagram we have a TikTok unestablished podcast and we don't really use the Facebook like that um but uh, I think <laughs> I think that's about it if nobody has anything else to add Lala thank you again for coming on with us and Molly you can go ahead and get this out cheers 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 (laughs) thank you for joining us this week on unestablished Be sure to catch us every week and don't forget to rate, review, and follow us on all podcast platforms. Or if you simply tell a friend about the show, that would help us out too. Until next time, peace and love. Have you ever joined the Mile High Club? No. 
a squeak as my nipples begin to pebble and my heart beats erratically. Then let me help you gain your exclusive membership to the spectacular club. Reese responds, his lips devouring mine in a hard, passionate kiss as his fingers play with the edges of my lace thong. His fingers playfully brush against my vulva as he deepens the kiss. His fingers tease the entrance of my wet pussy. My clitoris quivers achingly for his touch. Reese trails hot kisses around my jawline, making me shudder with pleasure when his tongue licks the shell of my ear. He causes me to convulse when his teeth graze my earlobe, nibbling it until a moan of ecstasy breaks from my lips. I whimper in disappointment when Reese removes his hand from between my thighs to lower the straps of my sundress to expose my breasts to him. He smiles with excitement when he notices I'm not wearing a bra. Too eager to take things slow, Reese impatiently pulls me onto his lap, dragging my hot, wet pussy over the bulge in his jeans. He takes one of my rock-hard nipples into his mouth, sucking it until I feel the pain of sexual delight in my clitoris. Reese continues our dry humping by torturously dragging my aroused core over his swelling erection. Unable to take his teasing any longer, I fumble between us to undo his pants. I yank his rock-hard, big, thick dick free and then pull my lace thong to the side. I slowly began to impel myself on his manhood, enjoying its fullness as it massages my hot, horny pussy. We both let out a sigh of relief when my heat clamps around him and I'm seated at the hilt. Reese buries his face into my breast, taking his time worshiping each of my breasts as I grind up and down on his big, thick dick. I throw my head back, moaning out loudly, not giving a fuck about who hears me. My focus is on the pleasure I need from Reese and enjoying the sex between us. The sex that I've been fantasizing about for days. Reese is a gentle lover. He gives me lots of eye contact sweet kisses and fucks me tenderly as he swirls his fingers around my clitoris. As I near my climax, I break eye contact with Reese, peering over his shoulder to see a giant, beautiful, thick dick. Cliff is standing to the side of the seat, tugging at his dick with pre-comp listening at the tip. I'm so hot and so horny. My mouth waters at the sight of this beautiful man. I slide my hungry mouth around the head of his manhood, swirling my tongue around the tip while I bounce up and down on Reese's dick. I deep throat Cliff's dick until I feel my body convulse as my orgasm hits, clamping down on Reese's dick until he screams out his own release. My turn, Cliff hoarsely barks, 